0: Right. Welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for Star Wars Visions season two. My name's Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ed. Hello, hello. And Noma. Hello there. How are we doing today, guys? Decent. Excited for that Final Fantasy, as we were talking about before the podcast. Hey break, man, I, uh, break the row. it's either the
1: 22nd or the 23rd. 22nd's Thursday. 23rd is Friday. So. Of wait, of this week. Really? Mm-hmm yeah it's that's what they that's released the, the demo a with a week to go because oh, i didn't knew... know that
0: i thought it was like months and months months later no because
1: they knew there people we go would be so mad they were just like be mad for a week yeah, right? yeah. there you go okay i go thought i thought it was like
0: it. you know coming out in like august or september or something there you go no, that's for me it's coming out like next oh sorry year yeah time. that's right that's the 12 yeah, months but, yeah but yeah
2: no for ps5 it's very soon no how you doing yeah
0: we're moving yep we're doing some shaking we're almost done season two Ask me again in August, and I'll have a different answer. We
1: won't be able to ask you in August. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what's happening in August. No, we have an episode for oh, <laughs> we have- we have an episode. I- I- I'll just stream. I'll just stream. Yeah, yeah stream. You'll
0: Fine, stream I'll Monday stream. to Friday. <laughs> 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a fun time.
1: It'll be two hours of just pure customization. We'll just do a, a oh,
2: subathon.
0: Yeah. We'll just do a, fo- a follow-up. <laughs> that's,
2: that's just a chunk of the customization I, that you'll see. I will commit. So, so if anybody hasn't played Armored Core, especially in Four Answer, uh, the meme—well, I wasn't even called a meme back then. But in well, no, they were. The meme back then was commit war crimes for cool parts, and I will commit as many war crimes <laughs> in my Armored Core as I have to. To, In get order the to get best. the nicest parts that are the best tuned. You ever see? Want to see? Real gun. I have to borrow cool. you to get it. <laughs> Dude, my, my, I had two. My, my two favorite loadouts were like that kind of style, where it was just like all of my guns. I, I, I hit. 20% of the time but when I do the guy just explodes immediately Yeah, because my, my railguns do so much damage or every single thing is a multi shot death machine so it's like gatling gun arms with like rocket pod shoulders and then fucking like, like a grenade launcher backups and like, you just hold down the buttons and the screen is bullets and yes yeah. those are my two favorites so we'll see if I go back to do those if you want to
0: see Noma play uh, metabots but cool uh, yes. you hey!
1: Hey! 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 Love, hey! No! No! no I love Metabots. What cool! No! No! Metabots, Metabots is great. Is fucking awesome.
0: When you have FromSoft making a Metabots game, it's even better. If you want to
2: see Metabots, except Metabee is fighting the Death Star. Yes. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what we'll have. I, I am praying I won't go to this too much because I uh, I. I don't. Th- you guys haven't really played Armored Core games, have you?
0: I've never Man. played an Armored Core. I played oh, okay, Mech so. games, like similar, but not not Armored Core. I played them in did like the early '90s. Maybe
2: play Xenogears. Not no, game. I I need it's to play Xenogears. Nice but uh, have you? Did you play For Answer? Because no. I... Oh, okay, because what I'm praying for in six is that they bring back uh, in For answer. I don't know if they had them in five, but in four answer they had the arms forts, which are these gigantic like death machines mm-hmm. um, spirit of mother will is like the one everybody knows because it's this like giant what like it's a it's literally a land fortress Jeez. and your guy comes up to like a tenth of like comes up to his ankle, maybe you've been well, miniaturized. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, those fights are so. And you come in at like Mach 2 trying to avoid its anti air fire, it's so much fun. Oh, like an
1: Adamantois, you're trying to fight or something,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and God. on that note, with heavy, uh, heavy, heavy weapons, yeah.
0: But we're not talking about mech games at the Why moment, not? We're, no, talking we're talking about
2: Beyblade because that's what the episode?
0: Seal you
1: gotta go up against right now. <laughs> <laughs> Today we are discussing the events of Visions, Season 2, Episode 7, The Bandits of Golak. We're going to talk about what happened in this episode, and if we've seen any Easter eggs in it, what did we see, what were they references to, and we'll talk a little bit about those. Now, if there's something we miss or something that we overlook, and you happen to really want to hear about that, please get in contact with
2: us let us know. There's tons of ways to do so, and Norma's going to give you a few of those right now. Absolutely. Uh, So one of the easiest, as always, is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. Uh, we also got an email, and that is connect at com. On social media, we're on Twitter and Instagram. The handle for both is at voiceforcepod. As always, retweeting and reposting a new episode of tweets does help with growing listener base, and it's very much appreciated. You can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. Reading us with five throws on a comment helps with visibility, and you can subscribe for free for the episode as soon as it releases. And uh, as well, we're also on Twitch. That is twitch.tv slash voiceforcegaming. Uh, right now, our schedule is on Tuesdays. Uh, there is a collab that I do with a VTuber friend, Roomba friend. Uh, we are doing Project Zomboid right now. It's a little bit rough, but... Uh, We'll see if we can persevere and and get through there, um, and then on Fridays right now it is uh, an Arma uh, Arma Star Sim that I do with the ninety first, uh, and it's a lot of fun. It's a little bit a uh, little bit slow because it's you know it's a military simulator, so it's a lot of me sitting around in tanks and then blowing stuff up. From long distances um but yeah if you want to check those out uh i don't know when this episode is going up but our last operation we did on friday uh was just um uh war crime central i'm not going no, kind of no. sure to put it uh, we I, I with my armor division helped to obliterate a homeless shelter in an orphanage uh so that was a lot of fun a
0: droids uh, or <laughs> humans uh i, can't really have an orphanage of I know by watching well, twitch
2: exactly um, and then on Saturday, we did a little bit of uh, taking towns from a bunch of uh, bastard mercenaries who were dressing up as phase one clones and trying to besmirch the Republic. So that was a lot of oh fun. Oh, boy. Uh, especially besmirch when...
1: Besmirch the Republic. Don't worry, you can do that itself. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but when uh, you got a bunch of mercenaries running around committing war crimes in the name of the Republic, which totally wasn't based off the Friday thing. Um, then, you know, it all kind of comes full circle. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's not no,
1: only of- the Republic can commit war crimes against the <laughs> Republic. How dare you?
2: <laughs> I will say there's a moment on Friday where we're driving up to the orphanage and we're like, okay, so uh, uh, apparently Kyber's already there. And I think they said something about air support I and mean, you just see orbital bombardment lasers start dropping out of the sky.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: Anybody was just like, Is anybody else uncomfortable with this? Me, me, yeah.
2: me, me,
0: put your hand up. Uh, uh,
2: yeah, it would be terrible if someone, <laughs> no, nope. nobody in that command was just like, yeah. Oh,
1: we're committing so war crimes, let's go. <laughs> <Woo>!
2: <laughs> Jesus, to be fair, they were because our Ar- armor doesn't have you know, it only has adult models, so with the yeah. we shut up, oh, they were all mouse. god, it was, it, was, it was all mouse droids, <laughs> no, mouse droids. For For sake.
1: You know, it's the best kind of orphanage. The so. Maestroids is running out of the orphanage. It's just like, yeah. you know what this is. You know what this so means. Good. Don't take joy in this. How is oh Project Zomboid going, though?
2: Uh, Project Zomboid's going okay. We had a big setback, which is unfortunate. Um, but you as happens. Uh I died, and then Roomba died, grabbed all my stuff and died. And his body <laughs> off woods, And we legitimately spent an hour and a half trying to find his body and couldn't. So No! Uh,
1: so, so he we're turned at, and um, just started wandering off in the opposite direction, meanwhile I, you guys are trying to yeah. find them.
2: I, I was literally like walking up and down the woods screaming for zombies, killing them all, spent like an hour doing oh, it oh, couldn't no. find couldn't them. Find so, <laughs> so we'll see.
1: Maybe he was just under a house.
2: <laughs> yeah. God, at this point, who knows, right? But
0: in the so we'll, have
2: to, we'll have to find a new car and then uh yeah, then we'll see how it goes. Nice. Oh no, even the other car in the driveway was my old body had the key. Oh well, we'll figure something Hot out. i wire it. You'll be fine. I I need to do a lot of electrical. You need to be electrical level two to hotwire a car, and I'm zero. That <laughs> is fair. Yeah. All righty. He's putting the TV on. And yeah. Plug it in.
0: Plug it in. Actually,
2: you know what? That's not a bad idea. If I steal every watch I can find and every camera, I can take those apart and get electrical experience. Yeah. 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 There we go. Tune in to see. And then watch
1: him find no
2: watches. Watch Noma get his electrical (laughs) certificate. It's going to happen. I'm going to get so angry.
0: Watch (laughs) Noma get his electrical diploma in the apocalypse next time. It'll be a time. Zomboid. Alrighty. With that said, let's uh, jump into the spoiler warning for people. If you have not seen this episode of season two, episode seven of Visions, pause now. Go watch it. It's about 18 minutes or so, I think, with credits. So it's about 15 minutes in total. Um, and then when you're done that, come listen to us Because you don't want to get spoiled, hopefully And if you do, all the power to you uh, With that said, let's get into the credits Ronnie,
1: Want some water? Will Will Bobby okay? Jharok Of course, he's okay The village needs him, remember?
0: We should have fought back They they want everything! What what do they even want, Jarok?
2: Alright, so, like we said at the top, this is Vision Season 2 Episode 7, The Bandits of Golok. The animation studio is 88 Pictures. Uh, The writer is Ishan shulk Uh, The director is also Ishan Shukil. And the music is by Seneha Kanwalkar. Uh, As always, if I've mispronounced anybody's names, I apologize for that. Uh, My Indian pronunciation is not the best. Um, But yeah, this whole thing, uh, 88 pictures, the people who animated this, as far as I can tell, the one really interesting thing about them is that they do have a branch office in Toronto. Uh, So a little bit of you know closeness to where we are. I'll go over the stuff that uh, they've done after the synopsis, but it's been a lot of things. I think it's a lot of kind of work on more Western stuff, which is um, a little bit of a departure from some of the other studios that we've seen. A lot of the other studios so far have been doing a lot of uh, their own work and then also outsourcing work to the West. But uh, yeah, without any further ado, let's get into the synopsis. So this episode opens uh, with the desert, planet of golok and we are actually told the name later on in the episode uh but we basically get a hover train that's going through the desert and there's you know various um aliens and people on board and this is these scenes are i think where we get some of uh the most easter eggs it's just all the different aliens they put in um but basically there's an older human brother uh named uh, Charuk and his sister ronnie um they're you know orphaned it seems like and uh The sister's still really young and so kind of, you know, uh, innocent and naive, um, asking about if their father will be all right and Troke kind of just avoids the question. Um, She asks if she can play the flute that they brought and he says, no, not right now. And then she gets hungry and and, uh, the brother goes off to try and buy some food. But while he does, um, Ronnie uses the force to grab the flute so she can start playing it and a bunch of people see. Um, So from there, we're also getting kind of, cuts to the front of the train where we're being told by the it looks like an imperial operator and like a second that they're going through uh not tuscan territory um and it's kind of dangerous because there's resistance people out there and so they go through and uh while the uh while charuka is trying to buy the i think it's i think it's based off an indian dessert because it looked really similar to it but it's on like a lollipop stick yeah uh Basically, as he's doing that, people are, are seeing and starting to alert the stormtroopers on board about Ronnie's force sensitivity. Uh, so he freaks out, steals a bunch of the treats to try and distract the stormtroopers. It works for a while. Um, and then the uh, I can't remember what they call the bandits here, but uh, they actually do show up. The Jungoris. Uh, yeah, the Jungoris uh, do show up and start to to attack the train. It's a pretty cool action sequence because we're getting that while uh, Chiruk is on top of the train. Uh, trying to go across it because my mind is broken. I was uh, thinking back to JoJo's part five, where there is a fight on a train and being like, eh, there's a couple similarities here, but it's interesting that he can just kind of walk normally across this train. That's going like five, 600 kilometers an hour. Um, the fight scene's pretty good. There, there's a little bit of, of, uh, action we get to see a couple of the speeder bikes that are coming alongside the train that the stormtroopers use and getting destroyed uh there's one scene that really stuck out to me where one of the jungori bandits jumps onto the train tries to open the door and then the stormtrooper on the other side opens the door with the gun just at his head and just blasts him and the guy goes flying off um but yeah so while all that's happening basically there's enough of a distraction that uh ronnie's able to slip away from from everybody and uh finds where chodok is trying to get back on the train she uses the force to uh, open the latch, lets them get inside. Um, so that kind of resolves. They then go to uh, wherever this train stop is. Talk a little bit more, um, and once they walk through it, Trud Tr- basically explains that there's a temple far way, like way farther away. It's very bright, and that's where uh, their father thought that they'd be safe. So they go there, um, and it's it looks super seedy at first. There's I don't know what the I'm not sure what the alien species were called. Like I kind of recognize them, um, but there's basically this big, like brutish guy. Um, now that I think about it, he's probably from the sequel trilogy. And that's why they're really Andor
0: know. as well, like the, remember the oh, two yeah? guys that were when Andor runs out of the prison, like escapes. And mm-hmm. then he meets the two aliens. One of them was the same alien as what we saw in this one with like the oh, eye okay. thing. And the other one was an Ugnot, I think. Right.
2: No, it, it, well, it could have been an Ugna, but it looked more like the one, the the ones that had like the pig faces. But it was weird because he had like kind of a pig face, but then he also had tusks. It might have been an ugnot. It might have been that other. Yeah, I'm not sure. Other, yeah, other short one, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm honestly actually not sure. But basically, there's that going along, and they kind of get uh, told to shut up by like this temple elder. Um, Reminds me of then, the guys
0: that like the Bad Batch. Oh, yeah. Or they're yeah. they're in the, the canteen all the time. Uh Sam Regal and Liam uh O'Brien, the two characters and, that they play. What, what the Thorian.
2: The, the Thorian in a weak way,
0: I think. Right? Yeah, the weak way. Yeah, and they're always yeah, like yeah. just telling me like get get the hell out of here. What are you doing here? Yeah, just just
2: there to stir shit. It's um fun. so yeah, basically, um they sit and they eat and other stuff, but A, the plot has to progress and B, Ronnie's still a kid. Um, so she starts fucking around with the force again, levitating stuff and um Chuduk tells her to cut it cut it out she tries it doesn't work um and then she ends up hitting somebody with it and as it looks like something is about to to pop off again well the the small alien gets blamed for it again and gets again just gets the shit kicked out of them um but while that's happening um basically they're interrupted as uh, a group comes in and as soon as i saw the shot i was like oh okay we're doing we're doing uh, inquisitor stuff and yeah it's a uh, kind of like blue, greeny, like aqua tinted uh Inquisitor with two purge troopers with the axes and I was immediately like, Oh, you
0: looks so good.
2: Second hardest purge troopers to fight in in the first
0: I love the Inquisitor's uh,
2: Second hardest, yeah. who's the hardest? Uh, for me it, it's actually the range guys. I hate fighting the range guys. Oh yeah, they're pretty The ones with the guns and yeah. these super yeah. like the stupid little snipers. Stuff.
1: Yep. yep. They are the worst.
2: I, I uh, hate them so much. So yeah, it's blaster, vibroax, uh staff. double
0: stick. Oh the, 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 the screamer stick sticks. Is, yeah. Staff's
1: guy is easy. But yeah. the double stick ones because they're so aggressive and they keep going, like you yeah. get through, you gotta parry them like four times.
0: Did you survivor now? I've been pulling, and then when the staff guy like run like flies Boom. at you, then you like do a, a quick parry. And then you get him off guard, it's good. I love yeah. it.
2: Nice. Um, but yeah, so basically they arrive and and he starts um, questioning Chaduk and Rani and basically admitting that he knows that she has the force. Um, and then because he's an Inquisitor, he basically is like, Yeah, a bunch of the farm towns are talking about you, so I burnt them all to the ground yeah. because I am an evil man who evil. Or I'm, my an evil yeah. <laughs> I'm an evil Sith who evil, evils evil. Um, and while that's happening, all the other food things are levitating above. And Chiruk is like, Ronnie, this is not the time. And she says, oh, it's not me doing it. Um, so the Inquisitor goes to, I thought it was a force choke at first, but it's like a force just grabs Chiruk and throws him. Yeah. Uh, and we get a big scene where like everything pops off because all the plates fall. Um, because this was part of the person who was actually levitating's plan where everybody starts fighting. Um, and we get a bunch of of uh, shots that were very reminiscent of all. I'll mention it later on, but it was like, oh, okay, I, I understand this. Um, this was made in India, so, of course, we take inspiration from uh, these kind of movies. But we get a, a very long shot of Ronnie kind of running while everything's popping off. The Purge Troopers both get bodied yeah, immediately, they're which done. I was like, wait,
0: what? The- well, there's a <laughs> sandstorm that eating? comes through, too.
2: Yeah, but they're they're getting, yeah, they get bodied by, like, I maybe it was the sand, maybe it was the people, but, like, yeah. everything's just popping off. Just- <laughs> um so bad. It's very. It, I was like, okay, so you guys were just here for the coolness. Um, yep. so Ronnie gets the truth. He's okay. Um, the Inquisitor is like, ah, you must surrender. There's nobody here who could possibly fight me. And then the old uh, temple matron comes up, and reveals that her staff is actually kind of Ahsoka style. It's too. Uh, lightsabers and she activates it the same way Ahsoka does where you have them right next to each other and or facing each other and they activate and they pull out um, and the Inquisitor's like oh, who would have thought that there would be a Jedi on Golok and so he goes to fight her um, it's a pretty good fight uh, it's very very again uh, referencing some stuff that I was like oh I I recognize this from uh. but it, it's pretty good it, it's back and forth uh, the Temple Matron loses her lights. one of her lightsabers at one point has to fight a single lightsaber um, but at the end, manages to get them back and then like slits the throat of the Inquisitor. But in oh, such, such a way...
0: sweet little like, oh yeah, it's
2: it's a beautiful, it's so subtle. yeah. Um, it almost takes you like a second to realize it. But she slits his throat in such a way that he manages to repeat uh, a Jedi on Golok and then then collapses and dies. Um, but they do a really cool thing where like his voice is really modulated when he says it, so you can tell like it fucked up his throat. Um, yeah, so he dies um and then the matron is like ah child come with me no 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 just you not the not the old one just just the force sensitive one um and i was like oh i guess we don't have guardians of the wills on golok <laughs> no nope. um, because she's literally just like yeah true can go fuck himself but well, Ron, yeah. you with me. <laughs> all right
1: so what's gonna happen to him because
2: jedi can't have attachments but they can have emotional attachments like anakin and luke absolutely. both absolutely right because so, obviously she's connected to her brother, but that's okay. so yeah it was it was it was a little bit weird but it's you know it's classic jedi stuff, I guess right um, and so they they go uh, under un, into this like underground cave where I guess she's training Jedi um, there there's a very nice kind of emotional moment where Ronnie and Truk say their goodbyes and then as uh, they go down and the water refills, um, as Truk is kind of just staring at it, you see bubbles and then the flute that Ronnie was playing comes back up and he is able to grab it. Um, and so the last line is Truk saying to Ronnie, may the force be with you. And then, uh, him leaving as it pans up to the stars above. So yeah, that's, uh, overall the band of Golok. Um, it's pretty nice. Uh, I thought, uh, you know, I'll, I'll mention that part later. There, there was like a, a similarity, but also an opposite that I thought was really neat. Um, but yeah, so eight, uh, 88 pictures um, from everything I was able to find on them. So they are an Indian studio. Um, I, w- I-, I thought I saw where they're from. Um, um. Oh, uh, s- s- SEEPs? Uh, anyways, it's located in Mumbai. Um, and most of the stuff that they've done, I've only seen one thing, uh, and I've, I've seen it in passing. Um, and that was Troll Hunters, uh, which is a, oh, okay. a Western TV series. They did a lot of work on a bunch of those. Um, going, th- There was only one thing that looked like it was probably made for Indian cinema. Um, and that was uh, Mission Majnu. Um, I'm hearing a lot of static. All of- oh, no, it's gone now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what that was, but anyways. But uh, yeah, they've done a lot of other 3D uh, TV shows as well. Uh, Fast and Furious Spy Racers. Uh, Three Below Tales of Arcadia, Wizards, which I've heard about but I haven't seen, um, Samurai Rabbit, Veggie Tales, which I thought was kind of funny, um, a lot of different things like that, but uh, yeah, overall, their main bread and butter really seems to be 3D, which makes sense with uh, the visuals that we get this episode, because the thing that we were all talking about uh, before we started recording and also something that um, I was looking at and trying to to Pick because it, it, their animation style for this episode is really cool. It is like very similar to kind of like season five to seven Rebels. Um, but the thing I thought was really interesting was the saturation, um, of a lot of the colors because they're very vibrant. Um, is similar to a little bit of season seven, but also Rebels. Um, so you're kind of drawing a bunch of things like that, and they've got this really cool kind of like. Slightly sketchy look on a lot of the character skin tones and faces, where it c- almost looks like it's like a hand drawn effect, but yeah. also still stays three like D,
0: texturized almost.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's very cool, um, and you can kind of tell you can tell they were drawing a lot of inspiration from Clone Wars, uh, more so than Rebels, because as also and was mentioning before, uh, when the Inquisitor pulls out his lightsaber, it's like, okay, is it going to be the thin Ralph McQuarrie style, or is oh no, it's the the thicker Clone Wars style? Yeah, um, so that was nice. So the the one other thing I do want to touch on very quick before uh, I stop monologuing is um, there were a bunch of things and it, it honestly didn't even occur to me until the Ronnie Chase scene started. Um, and I don't know if you if you two watch a lot of them. I am i wouldn't consider myself and by any means like an expert on it, but um, there were a lot of shots in that chase scene where I was like, oh, uh, this reminds me of a lot of uh, Bollywood, Bollywood movies that I've seen. Oh, right like a lot of constant cuts showing slow-mo action with um, a, sh- a running shot that's tracking people. Yeah, Absolutely. And, a of, and a judicious use of slow-mo. Absolutely. <laughs> slow-mo with hard cuts. Yeah. Rapid cuts. That is, to me, like, that epitomizes... Like, is a quick well, like,
0: to slow, quick to slow, yeah. Yeah, yeah just Absolutely.
2: Constant, constant leaning on the VFX to, to make the impact harder. And uh as well, during the fight scenes, there's so many, like, really quick cuts that are showing hits from what look like more um, enticing angles and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, that's neat. You know, we're d- they're drawing on the cultural uh, filmography and putting that in. That's really neat uh, for me. I mean, we've seen it in other things as well, right? Like um, our Race to Death's Head. I think that was the episode. Like, obviously that one's drawing a lot more heavily on anime stuff. And most of Vision Season 1 was also doing that. Well, I mean, it was all in Japan, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's cool to see... Cultural, filmog- cultural filmography that's well known, I would say, on a global scale, uh, kind of making its way into Star Wars. I, you know, I don't think we've seen that before. I want to see and a it, Star
0: Wars Bollywood movie now. Now that you put that in my well, head,
2: there was also a very small point that I, I liked so where, where um, when the stormtroopers were talking, I was like, I have never heard a in- uh, stormtrooper with an Indian yeah. accent before, and I was like, that—that's just a nice little thing. It, it was just really makes cool. it a little more believable, right? Because if ever... well. I mean, there's definitely historical commentary you can make if the stormtroopers sounded British.
1: Yeah, um, which I don't think they would have I, definitely wanted to avoid. Yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair.
2: So, but yeah, it was interesting just having them all. And, and I think that even works in well with the Empire's whole. But it,
1: it, I was about to say that too because, yeah. like, imagine on Golok if they had an Imperial Academy and they're just like, "Come, come, come to it. everybody," mm. you know, work and everything like that. And so you would have local stormtroopers, Uncle Jimmy. <laughs> all right. So.
0: It'd be interesting yeah. i mean we had a lot of like really well done star wars vision stuff season two like i i don't know about you guys but like i've been blown away this season in terms of well, the variance in what we're getting mm. and how well each one is done in its own right showing the talent across the globe in each region like honestly i'm like they can't get better and they just keep getting better like they're all really good in like every time we, we talk about it we haven't had one now where we're like you know what this one just didn't hit like every single one of them hit
1: yeah, yeah and it's been most a lot of them have been surprises because if you just take it based off the visual the the clips screenshot of whatever they have yeah at the beginning each episode yeah. it's just like you can't you don't really know anything about it and I never read the little blurbs anymore because they spoil just, everything. Yeah, I skip oh, it. Right? I just go right into it. So with those, you're just like, oh, this one looks like it will be, and you're just wrong. And then this <laughs> one looks like it, and you're just wrong every time. Mm. And that that's been beautiful because, again, it goes to show you just around the world, just like you're seeing what Star Wars translates into with people. Like you see absolutely what they draw their idea of Star Wars from, and it's so endearing to see if how people are looking at it, like from that four five and six and who really loved those and who really grew up with those uh, one, two, three, and further back. I'm yeah. not, I'm not saying high Republic at this point, because, like, <laughs> but old just, Republic. just cause they didn't have access to high Republic as a reference right. for that mm-hmm. at the time. Right. And like, that's still growing. It's still its own thing. So you can't really put too much in it. So old Republic oh, and yeah. seeing the influences coming from there. Was there one that was, posts six
2: uh, we, like, we talked about it before like technically run in but you don't see you don't really see you just sure. have the stormtrooper arm
1: from episode but,
0: seven yeah. See, yeah
1: and here's the thing like because all those were in japan it was just like hey so this studio has this this studio has this like well fuck that there goes I, our idea right we were gonna set it and then fine so be it but with everybody around the world it's just like just do what you want and mm-hmm. it's just like it's as soon thing. as you as soon as you don't rein them in with any kind of like specific rule of where they have to place it nobody's gone for sequel not because not (laughs) because it's like taboo or anything it's just like because it doesn't feel like what you what you Mm -hmm. know like there's nothing wrong with the new for example like you might want to introduce new ideas stuff like that Mm. but if they're done well then nobody has a problem with it even if they're not
0: great it still shows something about the culture and how they at least the people that worked on it interpreted star wars and how they wanted yeah. to express that right
2: yeah yeah uh, I like the the one thing that um i think is really kind of um you know going off of ed's point there is that like people have said for a long time star wars is universal right absolutely um but now you actually get to see what that means yeah I, mean, I think that's super cool um going in and i mean yeah you're uh you know you're right there are certain sections of Star Wars that are less um, beloved. so. Right? But um, I, only, I only think, and there's an asterisk beside that for right
1: mm. now, because this is, the people who are making this, and the people who grew up, this is our generation, and a, a little yes. before us, of what we grew up with, and this is what we know. Mm-hmm. Come 20 years, 30 years from now, you might see a lot more that are based in oh, the yeah. equal era, and stuff like that, because the kids that are watching that now, a lot of them are
2: introduced to Star Wars for seven yeah yeah and, right. and that was that was a point that i was thinking of as well because a really good example f- uh that i think of for animated stuff is I, I i never thought i would be saying this but the puss in boots movie yeah yeah uh, if you watch that movie it's so clear that it's like oh the kids who grew up watching box anime have now grown up to the point where they are behind the creative seat which is crazy grab yeah it's so cool to see that like Western Eastern mix. Yeah. Yeah, and it works super well. Like I was watching it being like, damn, okay, someone watched Attack on Titan and loved it when they were making this movie. Um, but yeah, just just kind of seeing the the cultures coming closer and mixing. Um and I can I'm not going to, but I can talk for like a solid hour about how anime has has been influencing the look of western cartoons for sure since the 90s i mean fun fact if anybody yes. ever watched batman the animated series three yep. the, or three at least two i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure three of the seasons were done by a japanese studio
0: oh i didn't know that
2: yeah yeah and so that's you can kind of see it when you're looking at the because i know season one was and, and a couple of those especially with the female characters and you can kind of see some references like it's a it's a very different style than, you know, pure anime, but on, on enough of the um, basic rules of designing anime characters kind of flow over. And then that moved into that entire thing, right, with Superman and uh, Superman, the animated series, Justice League, Justice Unlimited. Again, I won't talk about it for too, because I can talk for way too long about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just kind of seeing all the, all of these... Um, Cultural tropes coming together and being able to work in a world like Star Wars, absolutely. It's to show, yeah, how it actually is universal. It's very neat.
0: I would, I would say too. Like, I really hope that the instructions that these studios get are don't use anything that's canon, including characters. Right. Mm-hmm. Everything that we see. Well, they they couldn't because one of the episodes had Wedge Antilles. That's true. I yeah. forgot about
2: Wedge.
1: <laughs> it's more so. It's just like i i really think they don't give them
0: rules it's just like yeah you know what that's weird
1: star wars story
0: that's the only one we got with it. like an actual canon character in it
1: and i think th- hmm. not to take anything away from that studio but it's just it's more so just like well this is what we want to see and we don't want we want you to remember us for what we did in our special story that Absolutely. doesn't involve anybody from the main cast and you have more free reign holds you right you know if you like like you can Obi-Wan make them Kenobi. as powerful as you want. You can yeah. make them as weak as you want. You can make them deal with the same kind of shit and look at it in a different way. Like there's so many things to do. So you're more you're more shackled when you have a character that's already established. And Absolutely. Like, well, you talk about Anakin. It's just like well, you brought Anakin to the story. Well, we already everybody knows everything about him.
0: I think it'd be really you know, cool to see a Clone Wars. Did we get a Clone Wars one? I don't think so. No, not yet. Not a prequel series one. That would be really interesting to see if maybe the next two are. Um, mm. prequel era, because I don't know, I just, I feel like we need to see some clone troopers in here and like, like more droids and stuff. I just feel like it'd be fun. I
1: think here's the thing with that. I think they won't, because if they had to introduce that, you need Steve, uh, you need Steve Bloom for the voices.
2: Oh, D for, Baker. For,
0: for the, clones. uh, the clones. Wait, do you mean D Bradley Baker? D Bradley Baker. Mean, yeah. D
2: Bradley Baker. They're, they're both well, fucking everything. They're but, very,
0: um, very, very need... good at voice actors, both because... of them.
1: <laughs> It's it's the same thi- it's the same thing and with bringing in an established character you may not know all the clones I'm but pretty... you damn well know what one sounds like I'm so pretty sure that... you have somebody in clone armor yeah you, you and they sound different and it's just like why are you wearing that like who is this fake like they won't do that and it's too it's it's a slight thing but it's still yeah. too much of a risk to take people completely Absolutely. out of the story so I, would, I know if they did a Clone Wars one they could they could have something put in a CIS yeah that'd be cool like whatever. see the CIS
0: side of it and then worlds. you don't see the clones see very YouTube,
1: much YouTube. you can see pictures of them and stuff like that yeah you can say the clones are coming but nothing happens and maybe, maybe you there's the a fire orbital coming Walmart towards them or something and then you see them walk up and nod or something like that and then mm. just walk off just like they the... would not speak is the only rule at that imagine, point. they will not speak
0: imagine we get like a like uh what was that movie called that first person movie a while back Hardcore Henry? That one. Oh, Imagine oh. getting that, but with a B1 battle droid perspective <laughs> in the Clone Wars. I feel like I, that would be so good. If
2: you swap B1 with BX,
0: BX would be I, interesting. It's it, yeah. like a
2: B1, I feel like. It's you take three shots and you just get fucking headshot.
0: Ah! That's what I mean, though. What, what if the B1 survived all the battles that it was in I mean, <laughs> And then you, you just get this fucked like, up Hardcore Henry. He wasn't
2: deployed the whole time. He just he got shoved. He was a cafeteria a droid feeding battle. all the grease. You just want a hardcore Henry starring Mr. Bones, admit
0: it. You know what? Now that you <laughs> said it, I just can't get out of my head now. Why did you ruin the Sonoma? Um But I do see, I know that you um, made with
1: something more of a Cloverfield kind of way when he said first person. Uh, yeah, that too. I forgot the about Steve Cloverfield. Camera look all over the place. Yeah. Right?
0: Um, I know one of the next studios, Lucasfilm, is actually part of this. Like, it paired up with a studio to do one of these. Um, <laughs> so I'm excited to see what that's all about. Like, I'm not sure why they would be in it if they're trying to like showcase everybody else, but. I think we'll it's the D Stagio one, I believe. <laughs> so I- I'm excited to see it. Um, mm. But I mean, do you mind if I just open the, the credits, I guess, for all the actors here? No, for it. Let's sure. do it. So we have uh, Siraj Sharma as Chiruk. And uh, he's in a lot of movies, looks like. Uh, at least 18. Uh, Life of Pi as Pi Patel. Happy Death Day uh, to you. Uh, Samar Gosh is his character's name. Million Dollar Arm as Rinku, and The Illegal as Hassan. Um, And I'm just trying to see if there's anything else in here that looks like something we may have heard of or seen. I mean, the new TV series How I Met Your Father, which I've not seen but I've heard of, um, is in that as well. Um, The next character is Sonal uh, Koshal as Ronnie. The young girl and so she plays in Dorimon as Dorimon in Hindi that's kind of cool um, <laughs> and then we have uh, Chukta beam as beam in that and then Panaki and happy as Panaki I'm just trying to see if there's any other voice credits that are notable not that I see here we have Niraj kabi as the inquisitor he is in the ship of Theseus as Maitreya detective biomkesh. Baksh, uh, Bakshi as Dr. Uncle Guha, Sacred Games as uh, Paru sorry, and uh, Sita Ramam as a Pakistan lawyer. Um, so yeah, Ooh. those are the three. We have uh, one more. Lilette Dubey, or Dubey, Um played in... This is the uh, Rugal character, so like the old lady, I believe, um, plays in the second best exotic... Marriage. It looks like no Marigold Hotel. Sorry, as Mrs. Kapoor, um, Kalho Naho as Jazwinder and Fana as Helen. Um, I'm just gonna name the rest of the ones because these ones are just kind of like unnamed characters. So we have Sahil Vaid as Maghadi and or Magdi and as uh, Scavengers. Richard Joel as Scavengers. Sumanto Ray as a conductor, Jonkori leader, and Duna. Uh, Rajiv Raj as a helper, Avral Kumar as a stormtrooper-ish, Takar as stormtrooper and alien, Aditya Sharma as stormtrooper and alien, and Shivani Darbari as the crowd. So yeah, we have a lot of credits in this one, which is nice because mm-hmm. you kind of—I I think when you have more characters, even if they're unnamed, just crowd characters and random aliens and stuff like that—it fills out like the feel of the actual episode. It's lived in. It's not just like these isolated characters. Yeah, um, it makes it
2: feel more populated.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. But um any last points with this this episode? Honestly, like I said
1: before, another one where I don't know what I was expecting. But again, I was, I I didn't under or overestimate. I just estimated it. It's mm. it whelmed. I was whelmed <laughs> to begin with. And then I oh, was yeah. just like, God damn, like this is, this was fun. I must've watched that like throat slit maneuver, like five times over before <laughs> continuing with it. Cause I was just like, the first time it happened, I was just like, okay, that was smooth. I saw it, but I want to break it down. Yeah. And I watched it again. Then I watched it again. <laughs> then I watched you. it again. No. It was, it was one of those things where it's just like, holy shit. Like these are the moves I was talking about. It was just like, why in the main in the main movies do we not see more of this kind of stuff? Where it was like you have somebody deactivating a lightsaber, catching and then reactivating to get to get somebody mm. pushing up like that, like stopping the blades like that. I,
0: I thought, thought that was like, so good in this.
1: It was smooth. I forgot to bring that up. It was, was smooth. Like it, it, it everything about it was just like you were kind of paying attention, and it was a nice. Episode, especially with like trying to figure out how to get away from stormtroopers, how to take the tension away from sister, everything like that. Like, you were into it, and you're watching whether you're just like, ah, it's good, it's good, it's good. And then it hits that moment with, like, everything levitating. I'm just like, she's just scared and can't control it. She's right. that powerful. Holy shit. Mm. Wait, no. And he, the father said, send their here. Like, here you'll be. safe. Like, why here in particular? Oh, there's a Jedi around. Then I started hearing the Kenobi line about, like, whenever there's danger, a Jedi just can't stay out of it. Absolutely. Like, they, they will do something. And then you're just like, well, who could it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as soon as I saw her, I'm like.
1: I was just. What? And so here was the thing, especially with the lightsaber draw. It's just like okay, well, she has the cane, but is she going to pull a Yoda and she doesn't she need She pull the ball, And then when she put two, I was just like, oh, okay, yeah. like, here, here we go. Like, you, me, personally, I'm not a fan of the the dual wield saber.
0: I love it. Because mm. I,
1: I think they're so dangerous, or it's just like, if you don't have control, you, you do some kind of crazy swing, they're, your they're both, both your arms yeah. right there, right? But it's just like, that could be said with any of them, but yeah. the way she used them, the she was like water. When how she was fighting, it was really him, cool, right? But even the Inquisitor himself, I expected some fucking trashy, stupid Inquisicopter thing happening. Like- yeah, there was nothing like <laughs> that. No, eh? it, he he jumped like, back, he but him. I
0: think he just like kind of twirled in his hand or something. Yeah,
1: he was from the school of Darth Maul, he was yeah. maybe at level two at that <laughs> point, but like he was still the. They made the Inquisitor. They always make them menacing in some way until some back, somebody actually skilled shows up, <laughs> and it. then they just destroy them. Yeah. But this guy was just like his subtle uses of the force and everything, where he like fixed the table before he sat down, mm. sat the yeah, pulled like, the pull closer, but the subtle movements, everything like that, everything to like he was pulling the perfect. Um, what what did they call it? um not i think oh yeah
2: the instilling like, fear and talking
1: shit yeah. doing all that stuff everything like that and when it came to the fighting he didn't really do it as much because he had to focus so you could tell he was still like oh yay i'm finally able to do whatever the hell i want kind mm-hmm. because i'll like fallen jedi whatever the hell but the way he fought was i was into it too because i was watching him just i was just waiting for him to hit the button to make it go spinny spin fuck <laughs> that that thing's that's not here which is what i appreciated from him. i was like yeah we took this from the concept from inquisitors and everything from rebels mm-hmm. but we're making them truly actual scary and yes. so when like i, I thought he was pantoran just on there for something from the way he looked then i saw the mustache and i was just like oh you gave him classic Jafar villain kind of look it was thing. so awesome. good man I was like fucking awesome yeah, yeah. let's go because like the whole thing was like hey hey I still think I'm following and it was like okay here we go Aladdin like all the stupid stereotypes are coming to my head mm. I was like, here we go with Aladdin but it was just like are they actually gonna do it or are they just saying it to be like we're gonna take something of everything that you know from culture mm. and then we're gonna hit you with something else and then we're gonna hit you with something else Then we're going to hit you with something else. So when the fight came up, I was just like, all right, like, see what you got. And it was so smooth. It was so nice. Everything about it was beautiful. I was just like, we have two more episodes to go through. And I'm actually, I always get excited to watch the next one after watching an episode before recording. But I was just like, you know what? I keep doing what we're doing because I'll be excited now and then give me a few days and it'll get out of my system. I'll be like, all right. Let's see who's next and let's see what they got. Rather than like, oh, shit, I can't wait to see the next one because I don't want to be disappointed now. Mm. I mean, all of them have been like...
0: Especially the last couple.
1: Yeah, right? Everything's been eight and above so far. If we had to actually rank them. For me, everything's been eight and above.
0: I would agree. I would agree.
1: So it's like, why drop it here? Like, why drop off here? These are the episodes you're leaving to the end. Like, they got to be up there is what I'd like to think but I'm still like, I will sit at a five every time and just wait for it to increase or decrease. Oh, yeah. So.
2: yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, for myself as well, like the only other thing that I think really stuck out to me was I thought this was it was really neat how this episode kind of parallels Screechers' reach. Okay. Um, it's a similar kind of story, right? They're escaping to try and get somewhere better. Uh, they don't know what's ahead for them. Um, But it's just a neat parallel where it goes from like, well, one of them is being groomed by Sith, so you have to go and kill another Sith, as opposed to this one's a little bit bit more traditional of, you know, escape to find a Jedi, even if you don't know that she is one, to then get attacked and then saved and and brought onto the Path of Light. And I do like how in both cases, um, they're forced to abandon all their other friends or, you know, in this case, family, yeah. Um, just kind of showing that like you know a jedi would always say oh we're
0: nothing like the sith
1: well well, well. yeah <laughs>
2: it's
0: pretty it's and i think the thing that adds to it too is like all of these stories are believable within the universe
2: oh yeah
1: yeah uh, yeah the, 100%, like absolutely yes like you're not wrong but to go on with that yeah that's the it's absolutely it's so stark with mm. that it's just like oh my god
0: the you're sith right the like, jedi yeah. oh
1: we're, we're nothing like hmm Mm-hmm. at least the sith take anybody from any age <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> you know at that point like they've lost their families off everything there's no reason you can't bring the guy along and be like well you can help out with doing all the other things that mm-hmm. they can't do or they may be too young or we might have younger ones that need attending to that he can't do everything with like there's something we can find for you to mm-hmm. do we're not just gonna kick you to the wayside in this nowhere and yeah. leave you alone but no,
2: we're going to do that. It's just like, mm, well, that's not very Jedi-like, is it? it? Yeah, it's like surprisingly unnecessarily cruel. Yeah. As opposed to with the Sith, it was necessarily cruel. Yeah, like,
0: yeah exactly.
2: On purpose, but... and yeah. in, in both cases, yes, the family member or the
1: friend let them go away, but that's just because of everything that's perpetuated by the Jedi to be like, oh, they're, it's going to be great. You're going to be fine. And I think, oh, you're never going to hear from her again, man. Like, mm-hmm. your normal reaction would be to... Yes, she's safe, but you're still gonna be pissed off, like, yeah. I, I want to know, like you. I know you're here. You you give me updates and everything that's going on. I want to know my sister's safe. Like at that mm. point, it's just like, what are you gonna say? Oh, we're not gonna take her then. And he'd be like, all right, well, fuck you then. Let's go. <laughs> We've been doing fine. We're gonna keep doing doing fine. Like, yeah. oh well, this will yeah. pick her up. Well, then sucks for you, doesn't it? It'll be interesting to see,
0: like, the continuation on this one. Like, this is another one where I'd love to see the continuation of, on this.
1: A lot Ooh. of them this time where it's just, like, I, with the Spy Dancer, I want to know more of mm-hmm. right, what their whole goal is and how they're helping the Rebellion and who they report to and who what the information being used for. Because if it ties in, like, oh, they're tracking somebody who has, like, how did they find this, the plans for Rogue One in the first place? Well, it actually turns <laughs> out. There it you is. Yeah there's things like that this one for sure like i want to know both stories now like give me a 20 year gap of something mm. and you know is it gonna be like a dragon age 2 where he turns into like a Gamlin kind of now he's
0: just seems he <laughs> he like a uh, scoundrel kind of character kind of
1: anything? or or is he gonna be more like a hawk that just have to be like mm. oh bethany you're back what's up yeah i know you have to go please, circle but cool please
2: please be hawk no one deserves to be like Gamlin. <laughs> deserves happens. My favorite line, and I still use it all the time, is Uncle Gamlin can't say good morning without lying twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah, outside of that, though, I, I think the only thing is like Easter eggs. The majority yeah. of Easter eggs in this episode, we kind of talked on it before, is the yeah. aliens that show up, right? Yeah. We got, there's one shot of, I can't remember the race, but it's the old... Guy that helps Ahsoka with the investigation, but where they, they've got they almost he almost looks like a dinosaur with like oh yeah 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 he's got the
0: like stick. Yeah. he's
1: old like Yoda kind yeah, of thing. Yeah,
0: yeah yeah it's, yeah. it's uh turns he
1: out some of the younglings and stuff like he has a yellow saber I think yeah yeah
2: but yeah. I, I can't remember what his species is either um, dinosaur yeah right yeah, um, but we see, like like we also mentioned the the guy and the oh, might have been an Ugnaught but I also noticed there's ithorians there's a uh, Gotol a couple of times. Um, there's a couple of other ones that I also didn't recognize but like it's just there's so many different aliens that they used in this episode Mm. there's
0: ones Um, that were like the they're like the the, one of the syndicates had like they have like um, almost like four little pieces like of tendrils for their face and they have like angular masks on Um, they've appeared mm. a few times in this episode on the train and then in the actual like fight at the end Um, I recognize them and I think we got those in Clone Wars I would assume Um, but we've seen them before
2: yeah, and the only other thing I, I noticed was uh, the stormtroopers who are riding alongside the train are riding kind of like modified um, 74Z speeder bikes, the classic ones from <laughs> yep. the Jedi. Because mm. uh, they've got those same foils sticking out in that little kind of angular front, but the backs were different. They looked like they were slightly modified for stuff.
0: I don't think we've seen the dinosaur things that they were riding, did we? Before? Like, they're not varactals or nothing like that, so they, I don't know. They didn't look familiar. Okay. But yeah. we had some original stuff maybe, too. Or some stuff that we just didn't know about in like some obscure part of Star Wars yeah, lore. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, which would be interesting. I would love right? if that was the case.
2: It's it's gonna be the equivalent of that one, ship? what was it? Uh, the, yeah, yeah, the Hattie's Corsair yeah. ship where I was like, I know what you're from, why can't I remember? Exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, for me, that's, that's probably about it as well.
0: Awesome. Well, with that said, guys, let's get into the outro. Welcome to the outro of the podcast. Thank you for listening to Vision Season 2, Episode 7, The Bandits of Golok, and our discussion upon it. Um, if you enjoyed this episode and you want to let us know any Easter eggs that we missed or just anything in general about um, this episode or previous episodes that we've covered that you haven't uh, been able to submit, send, submit a message for, um, you can do so in many different ways. Ed, will let you know how.
1: Yes, and all this information you can find over at voiceoftheforce.com. Our email is connect dot com. On social media, we are Twitter and Instagram. We have both of those. We, we are, are at, Twitter. Yes, we are Twitter. We, <laughs> we are own Hispanic. it now. Um, no, but Good we're advice. on both. Yeah. We're on both. We are at Voice Force Pod. so anything that we, have, we put up, either tweets or something funny or whatever, if you retweet or repost it, depending on which platform you'd like to use, it helps us out in any way it helps growing the listener base and we really do appreciate it honestly we're on twitch like noma said we are streaming tuesdays we are streaming fridays honestly you could be like me and i never really knew much about project zomboid until noma started streaming it started talking about it yeah it looks like fun but it also looks like
0: hell so if (laughs) you you have an
1: apt description
0: (laughs) it should be the (laughs) review that you leave yeah
1: so if you're, you're masochistic like myself and you want to put yourself through all that craziness, Project Zombo is the way to go. If you like having a good time, if you like listening to some fun banter, some craziness, and some outright just disturbing but funny stuff anyway, you should definitely check out the Friday stream because those are the <laughs> <laughs> Those are pretty streams. good. Yeah, yeah those are all riot. I've listened to them while cooking. <laughs> I've watched them while just doing a whole lot of nothing because I've been so entertained. And Noma himself does a really good job of keeping that banter up. But well, his, his squad mates as well and his, his captains and everything, they're all hilarious. So really, mm-hmm. if you have a boring Friday night and you're just like, man, I meant to do this thing. I couldn't do anything else. Check that out because it is really funny and it is a really good time. And you might just be inspired to go join up the 91st as well. Noma says they're mm-hmm. always looking for people. They're taking stuff up. Oh, so yeah. let that be a call. Maybe this is something you want to do. Check it out on Twitch first. Then you may, you may, maybe you get into it. And Please, please, please listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. If you do leave us a review, it could be five stars, it can be four, but please five. <laughs> and a comment, it does help with visibility. And if you subscribe for free or follow for free, you will get the latest episode as soon as it releases.
0: Thank you, Ed. And remember, when you are an Inquisitor, the only way to get even more evil... Is to have a mustache that you can twirl so when you hit that you don't need to spin your lightsaber anymore you just throw that mustache
1: he didn't even really twirl did but he should have like, he should have I, I was waiting for the evil laugh i was waiting for the twirl he didn't do none of that stuff he just said he burned a bunch of places down which is just like you know what believable <laughs> yeah, and not, exactly. Not the just mustache tells you these... everything you need to yeah. know about this man. It's just like you're not doing all this terrible so evil stuff. You're just like, I just burned them down because I was finding, just trying to find you. It's just like, God damn, like, guilting her is not going to do anything, bro. Like, if anything, it's going to make her run away more. Yeah. you mean like, I went to those places where they were burnt down. I was searching for you. I was trying to find you so much. I'm so glad Playing I found that. you. Like, oh, well, shit. Like, he was trying to, maybe this is the help you were looking for. Yeah. Go along that dumb ass. Boom.
0: Yeah. Sorry, Dumb. <laughs> We know Ed's story next time. If they hire us to do an episode.
1: (laughs) Star Wars (laughs) Final Fantasy 16 here we go.